In ancient times, men would set aside personal comfort and strive to live a life dedicated to a higher cause. These Nazarites would resist sin, they would call others into a life of holiness, and they would let their beards grow long as they grew in virtue. In honor of these great men, each November I get together with a couple thousand men and spend a month focused on growing. Growing in community, growing in virtue, and growing out our beards. This year we launched a podcast for the Nazarite Challenge. This podcast, Bearded Virtues. My name's Tony Vicenda, and I'm excited to have myself and some of my favorite people share their reflections on cardinal virtues with you. This week, we are diving into the virtue of prudence, and I have the distinct honor of guiding our first week of reflections. My name, as I said, is Tony Vicenda. I'm one of the founders of Catholic Bombco and the Nazarite Challenge. I also live and minister in Seattle, Washington, and run the Threshold Podcast. This is day six of the Nazarite Challenge. So in yesterday's reflection, we looked at our end. We talked about prudence as this ability to make the right decision at the right time in the right way, and that that requires us to know and to look ahead to where we're going so that this mother of virtues, prudence, can flourish in our life. And I ask you guys to think about the the ultimate end, the ultimate look ahead, and that is where we're going when we die, um, and also what on a human level the excellence of our life might look like in the light of our death, just reflecting on that so we can create the scope. Now, taking that long view is one thing, but I also know that for me, the the hard thing about prudence is both taking that long view, but it's also the immediate, right? It's not even just what's going to happen in the next couple of minutes or the next couple of days or the next year of my life, but it's what happens when I have a strong reaction to something in the moment. How am I prudent when my emotions come in and they take control. And the church, in her beautiful wisdom, has a word for that response that we have when something happens, and that's our passion. It's another P word. So as we look at prudence, as we look at how we make and nurture this virtue in in our lives, understanding how that interacts with our passions is incredibly important. Now, now what is a passion? Since Since we're ordered towards excellence, since we're ordered towards good or beatitude, as we might call it, the passions are basically a natural part of who we are. There, there are kind of basically initial response to anything um, for good or for evil. The most common passion that we want to cultivate or that we want to engage is one of love, of, of gift, of, of loving the person, the situation in front of us. However, it's often not the, most of the time the passion that keeps us from being able to engage in the way that we need to, to behave in a prudent manner, right? So we might... Look at some of the passions we might have as um, as lust or as anger or as confusion or frustration or rejection of someone or something. Lots of times when we look at our positive passions, we don't struggle with those. Um, we, we oftentimes feel like we struggle with our more negative passions, right? Those things that I just named that can lead us into sin if they're fed. And at risk of sounding a little bit like a broken horse in our understanding of prudence, a lot of it comes back again to that creating space, um, creating some confines, some boundaries for how we engage in that. And so I want to I want to open that up and say it's not just about taking a second when a situation comes up to pause and to calm ourselves down. Sometimes we're actually called to anger. Sometimes that passion of anger is actually the correct and prudent response. So how would we nurture that? How would we also know when that 
that might be a passion of, of anger that's leading us into a negative place. It's leading us into and away from a prudent decision. I find that for me, the best way is to simply ask a question. Now, I, I ask a lot of questions of other people of myself. It's one of my favorite things to do. I have a, a Socratic temperament, and on the threshold, we take a Socratic approach to talking about life and faith in these big questions, right? And so for me, questions are kind of a natural thing. But in my own passions, it's very hard for me sometimes to actually ask myself the questions I need. So I wanted to take a minute to share with you one question that I think is always helpful when we find ourselves with our passions rising up inside of us. And this is whether or not they're going to be passions that feed into the most prudent decision or whether they're passions or responses that are leading us away from that most prudent decision. Here is the number one question I would encourage you to be asking when you find yourself overwhelmed by an immediate response in a situation and don't think that you can give yourself the space you need. And that question is simply, why do I feel this way? Why do I feel this way? And I, and I say this because it sometimes seems very simple to think that person cut me off in traffic and I'm angry at them because they cut me off in traffic. But sometimes as we dial back on that, we realize it's not the cutting off in traffic that was the real frustration. It may be the fight that I had with my wife earlier today. It might be the fact that um, I actually had somebody cut someone off at one point um, and there was an accident and I have trauma around that issue. There are a number of things that can contribute to our frustration or our passionate response in the moment. And being able to start to reflect through those things and to stop and to give space and to ask yourself, why do I feel this way? Is this the most helpful response in this moment? What other things could be contributing to this feeling? And in all honesty, to turn those questions into a prayer, asking God for his counsel, his gift of counsel, which is so essential in forming prudence in our own life, especially if you feel like you are not capable of this. If you feel like you're not capable of this, asking God for his counsel and asking him for a fruit of patience in your soul are essential. Now, there's other questions that may come up from situation to situation, right? There's other questions that may come up when we're experiencing jealousy. Why am I jealous in this situation? There may be another one that comes up when we're experiencing lust. What's triggering this lust? What is it that I desire or want that's causing this? But in that space that we're starting to create in our practice of developing prudence in our daily life, those pauses that we're taking, why do I feel this way is the number one question we could be asking ourselves. So I want you guys to practice that today. If you haven't had a chance to go back through and listen to the podcast so far, I really want to encourage you to. In these first two days of Exploring Prudence, I know have been some, some context, some looking at the long view and the immediate view. And over the next three days, we're going to dive a lot more into, okay, once we have those two things under control, what do we do? Again, my name is Tony Vicinda. Um, I'm one of the founders of the Nazarite Challenge and Catholic Bomb Co. I'm also host of the Threshold Podcast. We'd love to have you go over and check out all of our sponsors. Um, that includes Pink Salt Riot, the Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit, eCatholic, and all the other people who are giving their time and energy to make the Nazarite Challenge Podcast, Bearded Virtues, a success. Also, we'd love to have you share the Nazarite Challenge with others. The best way to do that is to just share the challenge page on social media, nazarithechallenge.com, or 
If you want to go um, over the top, go rate and review this podcast on iTunes. Um, if you rate and review this podcast, it helps us get feedback, but it helps other people discover the podcast as well. Feel free to share it directly with people, but we'd really love you to direct them to the Nazarite Challenge or for them to just organically discover it on their own. If you rate and review the podcast during the month of November, which already at least 13 guys in the U.S., and I can't see beyond that until I go into the back end, um, have already done, you'll get entered into a chance to win a year's worth of products from Catholic Bomb Co. We're really excited about that. We're really excited about the journey that we're going on in forming virtue and the fruit that's already come out of it. Until next time, gentlemen. Stop shaving and start praying. <laughs>